Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how successful entrepreneurs think. So maybe Neil, we can share a couple of stories about how we think certain entrepreneurs think, and then maybe we'll come to a key takeaway. Maybe we'll see if we're on, if we're on the same page. That'd be a fun experiment. Go for it. You um, start off. So I'll start off with Jeff Bezos, right? So Jeff Bezos, when he started Amazon, he was 30 years old or 31 or so, and he had a really, he had a really good job. I, I believe he was working for either Goldman Sachs or Morgan Stanley. Yeah, he was a, he was a stock trader, and then the Hanauer brothers brought him over to Seattle, and that's when he started Amazon. Great. So this is when the when the internet first started, and he saw something right. Like this is the, this is the big opportunity. But you know, his his thinking was, how do I get into this internet game, right? So his conclusion was, maybe it might make sense to sell books first, right? And so from books, eventually he started to sell more things, right? And then eventually from that, you know, he started to add on, okay, AWS, which is, you know, Amazon Web Services. You know, they got physical products like, you know, the Kindle. They got, you know, Alexa as well. Now they have Whole Foods, you know, and then Jeff Bezos even, you know, took some of his, um, you know, took some of the money and started Blue Origin, which is a rocket company, right? And then he even said in his, um, in his, I believe his college or his uh, high school senior year, he was the valedictorian, right? And what he said was, you know, he said, space, the final frontier, I'll see you all there, right? He said something around that. I'm paraphrasing right now. But you can see he's realizing his vision now. And the thing is this, right? Throughout the years of Amazon, you know, for a lot of people, especially, you know, when it, when it went public, he has to report to shareholders, right? He has to report, you know, people are looking for profits all the time. Profits, profits, right? When you're a public, publicly traded company, you have to report every single quarter. People are looking at the numbers. They're scrutinizing you, right? But he was not concerned about that. Over time, I mean, he's kept, you know, kept the profit margins low. And it basically, he was just reinvesting, rebuilding, just building infrastructure, you know, to build the uh, Amazon kind of, you know, two-day shipping or Amazon Prime. That's not easy to do, right? You got to have crazy infrastructure for that. So he thought long-term and he was able to build all these things over time and telling people to be patient and people bought into that. And look at what Amazon is today. Look at the monster that it's become. That's the very first lesson. I'm sure, you know, Neil's got some some interesting stories too. Yeah, when most people think about successful entrepreneurs, they think about billionaires, all right? So there was, it was either on Quora or there was an article around the web and they were asking, you know, how billionaires are and how they think. Um, and I believe it was Elon Musk's ex-wife or, you know, girlfriend or whatever it may be that ended up responding because she didn't just get to hang out with Elon all the time. She also got to hang out with like the Google founders and other billionaires as well. And she was like, they all have something in common, right? One is they believe they can do anything and they don't understand that certain things aren't possible because to them, everything is possible. And two, she's just like, they're awkward in which it's like fitting a square peg in a round hole. It just doesn't fit, but you just they just cram it in and they just try to make everything end up working. And I'm paraphrasing and I could have got some of the little things off, but the point is they're unique. They believe they can do whatever they want. They believe that everything is solvable and there's an answer. You just got to end up keeping working at it. 
Yeah, and so the next thing I'll say is let's look at let's go back to Elon Musk, which is an example we used in you know a couple episodes ago. But when you look at Elon Musk, right, when you know he exited PayPal, right, you know maybe a little over hundred million, maybe I think it was one hundred seventy or so, so one hundred seventy million dollar exit, and then guess what happened? And I'm paraphrasing here; I don't have the exact numbers, but you know such and such, a good portion of that went towards Tesla, right? Another portion went towards SpaceX, right? It, it got to such a point where he had to sit uh, and live in a friend's apartment because you know he basically bet the entire farm. On his new ventures, he could have said this. He could have said, "I'm done, man. Like I, I have PayPal. Like I, I got this 170 million. But guess what? He's gonna take all that money, push all the chips in, and say, "Hey, I'm all in. You know, let's go again." And here's the thing: I've talked to other entrepreneurs. I, I think we were sitting at a dinner once, and then you know we're talking about, "Hey, like if we were to lose everything, like what would happen the next day?" You know, great. You just get back up the next day, pick it back up, and you feel like you can do everything. You're gonna bet the farm. You're gonna continue to just keep reinvesting, betting it. And that's how they become, you know, really, really, really successful billionaires. Yeah. And going into the mindset of successful entrepreneurs, it's hard to replicate, you know, the exact mindset of Elon or Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or any of those guys. But I've learned one simple thing for interacting with tons of people who've made hundreds of millions of dollars and even billions is, hey, the most common principle that you're going to need to learn is you're going to fail and make mistakes. That's okay. But what separates the successful entrepreneurs? from the mediocre ones or the ones that fail is a successful entrepreneurs learn from their mistakes and they avoid making the same ones over and over again. In addition to that, they don't just learn from their mistakes. They also learn from other people's mistakes. So they'll constantly read books of, let's say, the CEO of IBM or Amazon or the CEO of General Electric, you know, breaking down their experiences, what they've learned, the mistakes they made and how they would have done things over again. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. You're going to make mistakes, learn from them. Other people are going to make mistakes in your space, learn from them. And if you can avoid making the mistakes over and over again, or what the mistakes other people made, you're going to be successful. The question is just when. Yeah. And so, you know, Neil just hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know, these successful entrepreneurs, right, they are voracious readers or even learners, right? So, you know, now you have Audible, so you can get audiobooks. You have podcasts. You're listening to this freaking podcast right here. And a lot of this good information from other people, too, is free, right? And here's the thing, like, I here's the reason why when I listen to podcasts, I order every single book on one-click Amazon because I'll pay, you know, 15 to 30 bucks or whatever, but even if one of those makes a big difference or gives me that one big idea, the books have all paid for each other, right? So I, I think it's so, I think books are such a steal because you get all these ideas to Neil's point. You talk about learning from other people. I mean, I've certainly learned from kind of studying other entrepreneurs. I've learned from kind of, you know, talking with other entrepreneurs in real life, like Neil or other people, like, you know, hosting dinners, things like that. And so, you know, part of you is probably thinking, like, I'm listening to this podcast called Marketing School right now. Uh, what does this have to do with entrepreneurship? So, even if you're a marketer, you're, you know, you're, let's say you're a manager, an individual contributor, if you can think like an entrepreneur, you're going to have a leg up on everyone else because other people, maybe they're just thinking about, you know, clocking in, clocking out, working a nine to five, living a, you know, living that kind of lifestyle, which I think is fine. Right. But, you know, if you really want to get to the next level, the reason you're listening to this podcast is you want to think you want to get to that level about how, you know, how these people are achieving their success and, you know, how you're going to do it is by thinking entrepreneurially. Best of luck. Hopefully you can learn from your mistakes. You can think the way that some of these guys are thinking and you'll do well. So final words, we have a giveaway. Go to singlerain.com slash giveaway to learn more about what it is and take part in it. It's free and it's for your benefit. 
This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.